The 2015 NFL Draft will be known for a lot of late-round steals, like Stephon Diggs, Darren Waller, and Trent Brown. But in the grand scheme of things, this draft really did not have too much talent to pick from. This redraft was definitely a challenge, especially towards the end. So I hope you enjoyed the video if you're watching, and I hope you enjoy the episode if you're listening. Let's get started. With the first pick in the 2015 NFL redraft, the Tampa Bay Bucks select defensive end Daniil Hunter. With Mike Glennon in line to be the starting quarterback, a case could be made for Jameis to go number one in such a weak quarterback class. With prime Gerald McCoy being the only pass rushing threat on this roster, Hunter makes the most sense as he's arguably the best pass rusher to come out of this draft, with 54 and a half sacks to his name so far. With the second overall pick, I have the Tennessee Titans taking wide receiver Stephon Diggs. This roster is pretty messy looking back at it. The Titans can go a lot of different ways with the number two pick. The Titans have essentially no weapons on their roster, and Diggs is easily the best wide receiver in this draft class. Diggs has the ability to elevate an offense, as we've seen during his short time in Buffalo. With three straight thousand yard seasons, Diggs only seems to be getting better as time goes on. With the third overall pick, the Jacksonville Jaguars select defensive end, Frank Clark. Dante Fowler had a miserable start to his career but has somewhat turned it around the last couple seasons. He's just not worth the third overall selection now. Frank Clark fills the Jaguars' need for an edge rusher perfectly. Despite his future currently up in the air due to his off-the-field issues, Clark is a force when he's on the field, with 49 sacks and 101 quarterback hits so far. The two-time Pro Bowler would saddle up quite nicely opposite 34-year-old Chris Clemens. With the fourth overall pick, the now Las Vegas Raiders select wide receiver Amari Cooper. Despite Cooper's Raiders tenure being very boomer bust before being traded, he is still the best option for the Raiders at number 4. Derek Carr needs a serious number 1 option, and Cooper has shown he could definitely be a number 1 wide receiver. With the 5th overall pick, the now Washington football team selects offensive guard Brandon Sheriff. Even with a few injury shortened seasons, Sheriff has been awesome for the formerly known Redskins, making the Pro Bowl 4 times and named an All-Pro in 2020. The Washington football team definitely nailed this pick. With the 6th overall pick, the New York Jets select offensive lineman Andres Pete. Looking back at this roster, on namesake alone, this Jets team was really talented. With the knowledge we now know, DeBrickashaw Ferguson retired after the 2015 season, and the Jets struggled to replace him for some time. Pete is as solid as they come and steps right into the line seamlessly. The three-time Pro Bowler has played guard for the majority of his career, but at 6'7", he has more than enough size to kick out to tackle. With the 7th overall pick, the Chicago Bears select running back Todd Gurley. The Bears desperately need a running back. Behind 29-year-old Matt Forte, there's a whole lot of nothing. In just 6 full seasons in the NFL, Todd Gurley has 79 total touchdowns and went over 1,000 yards 3 times. He may be on his last legs now, unfortunately, but there was a 3-year period where Todd Gurley was the most dominant offensive player in the NFL. With a good defense and a lack of significant weapons outside of Alshon Jeffrey and red zone Martellus Bennett, Gurley would thrive in the Bears' offensive system. With the 8th overall pick, the Atlanta Falcons select defensive tackle Grady Jarrett. Atlanta eventually made this selection with the first pick in the 5th round, but there is no need to wait this time. Jarrett has been the most consistent player on the Falcons' defense since he's arrived. The two-time Pro Bowler is a menace in the heart of the defense and is a constant disruption. With the ninth overall pick, the New York Giants select offensive tackle Trent Brown. 
The only other tackles on the roster that are noteworthy are Bobby Hart and Marshall Newhouse. So pretty much the worst case scenario. Brown is a mountain of a man at 6 foot 8, 380 pounds. The Pro Bowler gives Eli Manning some much needed protection on the outside. With the 10th overall pick, the now Los Angeles Rams select linebacker Eric Kendricks. The Rams defense was starting to really make some noise as a solid unit in 2015. Their defense, however, is missing a linebacker that could cover sideline to sideline like the former All-Pro Eric Kendricks can do. Kendricks can do a little bit of everything. He can blitz, he can cover, and he's usually in on every tackle, with over 100 combined tackles in every season except one in his career. Kendricks is the perfect replacement for departing James Laurinaitis. With the 11th overall pick, the Minnesota Vikings select cornerback Marcus Peters. The Vikings need a replacement for 78-year-old Terrence Newman, and Marcus Peters is one of the best ball-hawking cornerbacks I've ever seen. What he lacks in man-to-man -man skills, he makes up for, and then some, with his playmaking ability. Picking off opponent quarterbacks 31 times in his six seasons and taking six of them to the house. Adding Marcus Peters to a secondary that already has Xavier Rhodes and Harrison Smith is a match made in heaven. With the 12th overall pick, the Cleveland Browns select outside linebacker Zadarius Smith. Smith broke out in 2018 with 8.5 sacks, and he hasn't looked back since then. In the two years since, Smith has combined for 26 sacks, and has been one of the most productive outside linebackers in the game. Smith would be a major upgrade from Nate Orchard, who was picked in the second round of 2015, who combined for just 5 sacks in his three seasons with Cleveland. With the 13th overall pick, the New Orleans Saints select tight end, Darren Waller. Waller has an incredible comeback story, and has also blossomed into a top 5 tight end in the NFL. 36-year-old Drew Brees can use a speedy safety blanket in the middle of the field to replace Ben Watson. Waller would be a perfect chess piece for Sean Payton to move all around the offense to create mismatches. With the 14th overall pick, the Miami Dolphins select safety, Landon Collins. Collins has been one of the elite players and playmakers at the safety position since entering the league. The three-time Pro Bowler immediately strengthens the back end of Miami's secondary and forms a nice partnership with Rashad Jones. With the 15th overall pick, the Los Angeles Chargers select defensive end Leonard Williams. The Chargers desperately need a pass rushing threat in this draft class. Mitch Unrein and Kendall Reyes will not cut it from their defensive end position. Up until 2020 when he broke out, Williams was always a great run stuffer and posed a serious threat to get to the quarterback. The Chargers get a much needed and valuable piece for their defense. With the 16th overall pick, the Houston Texans select cornerback Byron Jones. The Texans whiffed hard drafting Kevin Johnson in this slot. Jones is a fantastic cover corner and an even better athlete. Although he doesn't have the ball skills you would want from a cornerback, his athleticism allows him to still break up a ton of passes and stay on the hip of the opposing number one wide receiver. With the 17th overall pick, the San Francisco 49ers select offensive tackle Lyle Collins. I don't necessarily think the 49ers made a bad pick in taking Eric Armstead. He's been super solid and underrated for the Niners. But the Niners offensive line has some serious question marks. The tackle position opposite Joe Staley is wide open. Collins was considered a first round talent before he got caught up in a criminal investigation. Collins has been a key piece of the offensive line in Dallas and would be a nice fit to protect either side of the line in San Francisco. With the 18th overall pick, the Kansas City Chiefs select wide receiver, Tyler Lockett. Lockett has proved to be one of the best deep threat receivers of his time. The Chiefs offense needs to load up on talent, 
and they need a wide receiver that can get down the field effectively. There are very few in today's NFL that are better at doing just that than Tyler Lockett. With the 19th overall pick, the Cleveland Browns select cornerback, Ronald Darby. The Browns took care of a problem area with their first pick. Now it's time to take care of the cornerback spot opposite Joe Hayden. Darby breaks up a tremendous amount of passes and makes a ton of plays. He's made a lot of stops in his career so far, but he's been very productive everywhere he goes. He would slide in perfectly as the number two cornerback. With the 20th overall pick, the Philadelphia Eagles select wide receiver Devontae Parker. I think we could all agree, especially Eagles fans, that pretty much anyone is better than Nelson Aguilar. Devontae Parker's numbers don't jump off the screen, but he's a versatile, sure-handed weapon that the Eagles offense desperately needs. Parker has improved immensely over the last two seasons, including a 1,202-yard, 9-touchdown campaign in 2019. With the 21st overall pick, the Cincinnati Bengals select linebacker Bernardrick McKinney. The Bengals need a dependable sideline-to-sideline -side linebacker to stick in the middle of their defense. McKinney has been one of the most underappreciated linebackers since he arrived in the league. The former pro bowler is a perfect high-motor type player for the struggling Bengals defense. With the 22nd overall pick, the Pittsburgh Steelers select safety, Adrian Amos. Amos was a big reason the Bears defense was superb in 2018. He has advanced coverage skills for his position. That fact was multiplied after the Bears defense was significantly worse after he left in 2019. Amos isn't going to be another Troy Palomalu, but he fits the prototypical Steelers mold quite nicely at this point in the first round. With the 23rd overall pick, the Denver Broncos select outside linebacker Bud Dupree. Dupree was slightly considered a bust up until the 2019 season, where he busted out and put up 11.5 sacks. He was on a similar production path in 2020, but then he got injured, putting in 8 sacks in just 11 games. Shane Ray never worked out in Denver, and Dupree brings much more speed and production across the line from Von Miller. With the 24th overall pick, the Arizona Cardinals select running back Melvin Gordon. The Cardinals originally took David Johnson later on in this draft, so I saved them the trouble here. Gordon is a way better rusher than Johnson, and he poses the same type of dual threat ability. The two-time Pro Bowler fits the offensive scheme well, and he's pretty durable for a workhorse. With the 25th overall pick, the Carolina Panthers select linebacker Quan Alexander. I don't blame the Panthers for taking Shaq Thompson initially. He's a super-fast, athletic linebacker who could cover. Or at least we thought. It hadn't worked out so well for both parties so far. Quan Alexander is the type of tackling machine the Panthers were hoping Thompson would be to partner with Luke Keekley. With the 26th overall pick, the Baltimore Ravens select outside linebacker Preston Smith. This Ravens roster has a lot of holes in it, surprisingly. Instead of wasting the pick on one of the weapons that are left, the Ravens should upgrade their aging and less effective pass rush. Smith is a quality pass rusher who gets to the quarterback a ton. It's not the flashiest of picks, but despite never making a Pro Bowl yet, Smith is rock solid and helps a big problem area for the Ravens. With the 27th overall pick, the Dallas Cowboys select cornerback slash safety Demarius Randall. Randall's versatility works to the Cowboys' advantage. He's a much better safety, but he could also play cornerback. He's had some rocky moments, but at the very worst, he's a slightly above average safety. And at least with 14 career picks, he has some decent ball skills. With the 28th overall pick, the Detroit Lions select running back, David Johnson. The Lions haven't had a 1,000-yard rusher in 64 years, it seems. Their running game has been laughable since 2013, and they need a workhorse. 
Although he's melted faster than ice cream in the Sahara, David Johnson had a few seasons where he was the catalyst of the Cardinals' offense. He slots into the backfield and starts right away, and will take some much-needed pressure off of Matthew Stafford. With the 29th overall pick, the Indianapolis Colts select defensive end Vic Beasley. The Colts' pass rush is getting old. Trent Cole and Robert Mathis are in their mid-30s, and Brajon Werner just sucks ass. Beasley looked like he was going to be the league's next dominant pass rusher. In 2016, he was an All-Pro and led the league in sacks and forced fumbles. He had a couple of solid seasons after that, but he was never able to replicate the same success. Nevertheless, he is pretty solid, and he adds some juice in that Colts defense. With the 30th overall pick, the Green Bay Packers select safety, Quandre Diggs. Diggs has been an underrated member of the Seahawks secondary since he was drafted. Diggs has similar versatility to Randall, who is the actual pick in this spot. The Pro Bowler is a nice find at the end of the first round to address a big need for the Swiss cheese secondary of the Packers. Absolutely no pun intended there, of course. With the 31st overall pick, the New Orleans Saints select quarterback, Jameis Winston. Yes, yes, I know, I know. Oh, finally, Crab Legs comes off the board. Honestly, it really seems like a good fit. If Jameis landed in New Orleans and learned Sean Payton's offense behind Drew Brees for a couple years, he would probably flourish. Hopefully, we get to see it actually happen in real life this year. With the 32nd and final pick in the first round, the New England Patriots select defensive end, Eric Armstead. Bill Belichick and Matt Patricia love to rotate their pass rushers. Armstead has been in a rotation basically his whole career in San Francisco. In his first season starting all 16 games, he had 10 sacks. Armstead is often overlooked on a defensive line that has supreme talent, and is definitely underrated. He fills a big need for the championship-hungry New England Patriots.